This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, welcome to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Happy Tuesday, myself, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes. Nice day outside today. It is gorgeous. We don't talk about the weather, but it's a really nice day. Hardly a cloud in the sky this day. It's it's. That actually hasn't happened in a while. We've had, you know, rolling clouds coming in every day, but not today. And at night, it's smelling a little fallish, just so everybody's aware of that. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Because I almost never venture out to the western slope, and maybe one of our western listeners can let us know. Do they have the rolling clouds coming in every day on the western slope like we do? Or does that just come off the mountains? Great question. I do not know. Because on the east side, on the eastern slope, we always have that. That's a really good question. I I honestly do not know that answer. If somebody over there knows or you've been on that side uh, frequently, please let us know because I honestly do not know that answer. All right. To yesterday's impossible question. Yes. Answer is on August 14, 2003, began at 4.10 p.m. Eastern time. And within three minutes, 21 of these were affected, disrupting the lives of 50 million people. What happened? I had one person actually respond and say, I was in it. I know exactly what it was. 21 power pants shut down in just three minutes, causing a huge blackout. Where was this? East Coast, 2003. West Coast every week? Um, darn near. Okay. It, uh, across the eastern United States and parts of Canada, beginning at 4.10 p.m. Eastern time, power plants shut down in just three minutes. 50 million people were affected, including residents of New York, Cleveland, Detroit, as well as Toronto and Ottawa. Canada. You know, that really is horrible, though, when you think about emergency services. And how about the elderly and how terrifying that has to be for them? When people basically want to throw away traditional energy sources, yep. they don't seem to care who they're affecting. They only care about their agenda. And that's, that's right. something that really drives me nuts. Today's impossible question. Answer this again on the RushToReason.com website. I'm going to butcher this name. Aoshima Island, A-O-S-H-I-M-I. I'm guessing Oshima Island is one of about a dozen of these in Japan. What is the nickname for these islands? I would have never gotten this one. I have no idea. For these Japanese islands? I have the foggiest idea. The even smaller islands? I have no clue. Yeah, because Japan Nothing. is, so I do not know. So, anyways, answer that again on the RushToReason.com website. Looks like Joe's calling in, so we'll take his call before we get fired up here. Joe, go ahead. All right, in answer to the question, does it do that on the uh, on the western side of the mountains? No, what you're experiencing is something that pilots know. It's a, a phenomenon called orographic lifting. And when I would fly in from, say, Las Vegas back into Denver in the summertime, you'd be clear, and then you hit the mountains. And what happens, 
is that when the prevailing wind is out of the west, and there's always some moisture in that wind, when that wind hits the mountains, the upslope causes that moisture-laden air to, to rise, and as it rises, it cools, and as it cools, it can no longer hold that moisture. So just when you see the way you see fog, when the air get, when the air cools down, you see fog. Well, when that moist air gets pushed up higher because of the the wind climbing up the mountains, almost like a ski jump, it causes that moisture to start to condense out and forms clouds uh, as it comes over the top of the mountains. Well, that makes sense because I was kind of wondering: is that just come when the moisture pushes up and gets into the high elevation? Right before it hits the eastern side, can I ask a question? Yeah. Why does it? Why do they stay as clouds though as they move back out to the east? Does the air not just come down and then those things disperse, or what happens? Um, you know, once it gets up there, as long as the wind is pushed, it will eventually and Got it. eventually, you know, you go fifty, a hundred miles. Yeah, it'll, it'll start to disperse, you know, and, and settle back down. But within. 30 miles of the peaks, you know, and again, the, the, the phenomenon is called aura graphic, O-R-A, graphic lifting, and it's something that pilots are taught to understand and learn about when mm-hmm. you approach a mountain range. Makes sense. Uh, you're likely to encounter clouds uh, as you approach a mountain range from the west. So, Can I ask you both one more silly question? This yeah. is for both of you. I'll, John, you first. What about this idea that the uh, pollution gets pushed in, nestled in against the mountains here. It can with the inversion we get from time to time. Right. How does that work? How cold the air is above versus below, or the temperature differentiation between above and below. Am I saying that right, Joe? Yes, correct. Because normally, uh, normally as you uh, uh, warm air rises, and normally the warm air at the ground rises into the cooler air above, but occasionally you'll get warm air above and cool air below, and that's, as John pointed out, that's called an inversion. And it's when opposite, and, it don't, and here it only happens in the wintertime, typically. Okay. Right. And, right. Go ahead, Joe. Right. So when you get an inversion, the polluted air, which is coming from cars and, you know, the, you know, the Industry uh, and so on. Dirt, dust, even, industry, all of that, power. the particles, even. Right. Since the air is not rising, all that polluted air, instead of rising up into the cooler air stays trapped though and it doesn't rise okay can i ask one last question i'm sorry i promised the last one okay so many of these storms that come and we've had so much hail in colorado lately but we will get these nasty storms here in the denver metro area however once they get past us and they get out around sterling they're getting clobbered and I mean clobbered with these massive storms. And you look out to the east and these cumulus clouds that almost seem to go to the moon. And you find out that they've gotten, you know, uh, basically hail that's baseball size and so forth. Is that true or why does that happen? How come going out a little ways, you know, 40 miles out from the mountains, 50 miles out, they can really get slaughtered out there? Because you have more heat, more evenly dispersed. You know, it gets really, really hot out there. You know, we, we, believe it or not, uh, close, you know, close in. Even though quote it gets hot, you've got a lot of greenery, and you've got you know you got lakes. You go up just north of uh, 56, you start to get into what I call lake country. You got dairy farms up there. You get out east. It's hot. It's flat. It's dry. Right. And that heat and that heat causes severe thermal updrafts. And what causes hail? is as moisture starts to fall, it gets caught in an updraft, and then it gets 
shot right straight back up. And as you go up, by the way, there's, there's something called the lapse rate, L-A-P-S-E, which is roughly um, four degrees per every thousand feet. So as that little moisture drop, it gets shot back up 20, 30,000 feet in the air, it gets cool. Well, then it starts to get heavy and it starts to fall down. And then as it comes down, it gets caught in that same updraft. It's just like a, a, a mm-hmm. circular ro- roller coaster. And it comes down and it's full oh, money, it gets caught, and you know, it gets shot back up only higher this time. And, it, and every time it goes up, it freezes at the top of the cycle and gets a little bigger. Then it comes down, picks up more moisture. Yep. So basically, those bigger. super tall cumulus clouds I'm seeing, they're just so much taller. There's so much more updraft going so much higher that these things can build so much bigger and be more devastating. Right. And, and again, it's not, and it's a circular, believe it or not, if you were to dissect that cumulus cloud there are portions of it that are updrafts and there are portions of it that are down it's like a washing machine effect in a way like a wash it's like a a column it's a tube and part of the tube is going up and part of the tube is going down and that little hailstone comes down and goes up and goes down and up and every time it repeats the cycle it gets a little little bigger so if it repeats high enough uh, if it repeats the cycle so many times it gets pushed up really high to say 40 50 even 60,000 feet you're going to get a really big hail. And finally, it gets so big, even though there's a there's an updraft, it's so big and so heavy, it'll fight its way through the updraft and come down and smash your car. And this is all caused by my SUV. Mm-hmm. All caused by your SUV and not paying enough taxes. Got it. All right. T- I thought taxation was going to factor in. Well, last question before you go, because I don't know the answer to this one, Joe. Uh, and I don't. it's not a wise tale, because you can typically look at it. It's not 100% valid, although it's pretty... It's fairly accurate. If you look in the distance and you look at clouds and you see a green haze to them, it's likely going to hail. Why is that? Um, John, I can't answer that, but, you know, uh, I can't answer. Again, what makes hail is is a strong thermals. You know, so thermal. maybe you that's where thermal. some of that haze is, you know, that greenish tint is coming from. Is that washing machine effect maybe? John, you know, I've never, I've never encountered that. I've never heard that. I've never noticed that. If you look at a cloud, if you look at a known hail cloud, it will have kind of a greenish tint to it. Okay. Well, John, I've never, never. Yes, and that, and that, that was passed that. on to me from old timers, you know, way back in the day. That you know, even way older than you, Joe. I mean, folks that today would be in their hundreds, and that's just one of those things I learned as a kid, and I've found it to be fairly accurate. Well, again, I'll generally have to pay some more attention. Maybe I'll research, but again, to get hail. You need a uh, cyclic. You need this updraft cycle where it gets goes up, falls down, goes up, falls down, and it keeps doing that till it gets so big and so heavy, it can fight its way through the updraft and, and hit the ground. Okay. So, all right, guys, that's appreciate it. No, that's awesome. All appreciate right. it very much, Joe. Always good stuff. Thank you very much. And we started off today with a little weather knowledge. Yeah, why not? Which is fine. I, just, I learn something every day here, so I'm glad I'm here. I just had some questions. No, that's good. I, I appreciate that. So Extreme Auto Repair is coming up next. Speaking of vehicles and hail and all the things that happen there, and yes, you need solid transportation to go from A to B. We live in the West. We really don't have much in the way of public transportation. You need your car. Make sure it's in top running order with Extreme Auto Repair. They can do all of your work for you, and it doesn't matter what it is. Full bumper-to-bumper service, 303-841-1071. Everyone has had a bad experience getting car repairs done. And that's what motivates the team at Extreme Auto Repair. Trust. 
Extreme wants to build lasting relationships with their clients. So when their ASE master mechanics do inspections, they use a computer program to document the whole process. And if something doesn't seem right, they use a small camera to give you a video of the problem so you can see for yourself. Extreme Auto Repair is also a pillar in the Parker community, having established their shop in 1999 in the same location that they use now. Sean and the staff at Extreme built their business on word of mouth, which says a lot about the confidence they inspire in their customers. Another trust indicator is that a large part of their business is built on repairing professional vehicles, ambulances, vans, and buses that can cause damage or even death if they break down. If ambulance services trust Extreme Auto Repair to maintain their vehicles, you should too. So go to klzradio.com extreme to schedule your maintenance, repair, or inspection today. Bruce Simmons is next. He is our reverse mortgage professor, the professor of reverse mortgages, we say. And if you've had any uh, inkling, I should say, to do a reverse mortgage but don't know if it's the right fit for you, Bruce can explain all of that to you. Find him at klzradio.com. A reverse mortgage can make sense for you if you are properly prepared. KLZ's reverse mortgage professor, Bruce Simmons, can help make sure you are ready. Many things you do not need to do first, like paying your bills off first or making certain repairs. And sometimes you will need to shore up some things on the home title or a repair that Bruce knows will be needed for the appraisal. The point is you can be prepared for a reverse mortgage and move now rather than waiting. In an interest rate increasing environment, acting quicker rather than later puts more money in your pocket. Call Bruce Simmons for a free consultation at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. And MLS 409914, American Liberty Mortgage, is an equal housing lender. Dr. Scott Faulkner, as as I've mentioned this week, he's going to be with us tomorrow during Health and Wellness Wednesday. So keep in mind, if you have any questions, you can ask Dr. Scott directly then. Otherwise, if you're going to make an appointment and have him do anything for you when it comes to your health, call for an appointment today, 303-663-6990. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. God. Country. Reason. Now back to John Rush. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself and, of course, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes as well. Scott Angel should be joining us here at 3.30. We're going to talk a little bit of what's going on in his world, which is the energy world. And there's always things there to talk about, Andy. Before that, though, and I mentioned this a little bit yesterday with another guest we had, but thought you and I could cover this for a few minutes here before Scott comes on. And 
this I've been reading about. Joe sent me some things along these lines as well, which was he was just with us a moment ago. But Attorney General, so AG Merrick Garland, appointed U.S. Attorney David Weiss, right, who reports to Garland as special counsel to investigate alleged crimes committed by Hunter Biden and possibly others. Now, in doing so, everything I've read, and Joe sent me this, but I did some, some research on this as well, Garland has violated DOG's own rules regarding the appointment of special counsel. In other words, here's the qualifications of special counsel. I'll just read it to you. An individual named as special counsel shall be a lawyer with a reputation for integrity and impartial decision-making, and with appropriate experience to ensure both that the investigation will be conducted ably, expeditiously, and thoroughly, and that investigate and prosecutorial decisions will be supported by an informed understanding of the criminal law and Department of Justice policies. Last line, the special counsel shall be selected from outside the United States government. Whoops, just fell apart. Which he is not. Well, first of all, he's not outside of the um, <laughs> Justice Department, obviously. I mean, he's not outside the government. Not at all. And, uh, In other words, this needs to be independent <clears throat> counsel is what they mean. Right. And also, I mean, how can you possibly choose the guy who gave the sweetheart deal? You can't. Now, and, this— And, and, and like, like Joe said, why is the media not asking these same questions? We already know that answer. Well, yeah, obviously. (laughs) The media always, always, always. The media is nothing but an extension of the Democrat Party. Which, for those of you on the left, really quick, I want to dovetail in what Andy said. If those of you on the left don't believe what we just said isn't true, I just proved it is. I just proved it is. You proved what is true. That, that what you just said is true, that, that the they Demo- are an extension. Oh, the yeah. media is an extension of the Democrat Party by oh, what yes. I just said. Yes, absolutely. So for those of you that would say, oh, no, no, they're not. Um, yeah, they are. You know, it's funny, too, John. For years, you know, it seems like every couple election cycles, somebody will come out and show the financial donations from various media organizations, you know, their Good members, yep. to various parties. And it'll be 97% Democrat, 98% Democrat. It's like, guys, if these people, these organizations are giving entirely to one party, do you honestly think that they are going to evenly represent what is actually happening in the news? Of course they won't. They're, gonna, they're not just going to slant it. That, I, get, I get tired of media bias as a term because it's such an understatement. Mm-hmm. It's media advocacy for one party mm-hmm. entirely. That's right. And by the way, with what's going on with this, obviously choosing Weiss is part of a cover-up. You're trying to cover for the Biden family. That's right. And because Weiss has already demonstrated that he will do just that. He will do anything he can to protect the Biden family. Now, the question is, why would the Democrats want to do this? And I believe, John, we have a very fast-growing schism, division in the Democrat Party, in their ranks. And the ones that are working with the Biden administration right there, right, in his administration, Mm -hmm. are trying to help Joe Biden. And I believe a majority of Democrats are turning on Joe Biden and saying, we got to get him out as our candidate. We must have anyone but him as our candidate. I believe this is all part of their uh, goal, which is very simply to choose two candidates First of all, they're choosing ours. I don't even want to go into that right now, but they're we'll clearly choosing our. Later. They're choosing our candidate. There's mm-hmm. no question. I agree. Uh, they're choosing Trump, but then the idea is to do the timing of it. Choose Trump, but at the right time, dump Biden, do and that swap. way, tr- 
And that way, Trump yep. has to face a non-Biden yep. as candidate, right. in which, of course, we, they would win big. And by the way, that swap, I think, has to be very calculated, made at just the right time, which yep. I believe they will do. Yeah, late winner. It'll, be, it'll happen. Trust me on that. Right. Well, that's what I've been, per- mm-hmm. both of us. And I think that's what they're doing. However, this move by Biden's team helps keep Biden in as the candidate. So this makes it really hard on them because if they can actually shut down Weiss having to testify, because this is what it would do, it would make it so he doesn't have to testify to the House, all right? He doesn't have to testify to the House investigation. Um, That protects them greatly. Mm -hmm. And if they can keep Biden protected long enough, it becomes harder and harder and harder to replace him as candidate. Go ahead. No, I I agree with everything you said. And this, this again, I do feel like you, that this is somewhat the Republican Party, because there is a there's a um, schism. schism in our party sure. as well. So now you have it in both parties. It is interesting to see this happen on the left, because that's not typically what goes on on that side of the aisle. Normally, they are in unison. They march in unison. They take their orders. They say, yes, ma'am, no, man, and no, ma'am, and away they go. Or, 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 or maybe it's, is it, is it? He, she, him, the, the, the. <laughs> shim. Well, well, sorry, sorry, I digress. Shem for I, them. I, I digress. But at any rate, they normally take their marching orders and just move on, Andy. Right. But here's the big difference. And here's why, honestly, 2024 looks bad. And by the way, I have to constantly couch this in a little honesty here. I love Trump. It has nothing to do with what John and I think about Trump. It's all about what does the middle think about Trump? It's all about how does he market? About, it's all about winning. Right. It's all about winning. Um, I believe that Trump is innocent of virtually all charges that have ever been brought against him. I think he was a great president. I think he had nothing to do with the January, January 6th riot. I think, I think he was clearly cheated out of 2020, especially if you simply look at the big tech uh, FBI collusion. Yes. Uh, on the no Hunter, Hunter laptop story. Okay. But yeah, and really, I want to make sure I... If, yeah, go ahead. Listening, they're even on the other side of the aisle. Andy and I aren't. That's not a stolen election no. comment. That is a they use the FBI as a means to basically skew the election to hide the to laptops hide, to, hide, to hide the laptop, skew the election. In other right. words, they engage the left engaged in election interference right. by weaponizing the FBI and doing with them what they did in regards to that laptop. Yeah, I mean there were and a yet num- they're not being nobody there's being prosecuted at all. Yeah, there were a number of a- examples of voter fraud across the co- country. Some go too far in their conspiracy theories and they're silly. Some are, are very well backed and have legit. A, and so the question is, gee, was there enough to throw the election? And the answer is who cares? The election would have been won cleanly by Trump uh, had that not happened, had they not, That's right. you know, silenced the uh, the Hunter laptop story. There, there are enough okay. folks in the middle and even some Democrats that have been polled after the fact. Oh, yeah. Bob Duco talks about this constantly. There's been enough polling done asking these individuals, if you'd have known about the laptop prior to the 2020 election, would it have changed your vote? And the answer is a resounding Yes. Uh, clear, yeah, consistently, 15 to 20 percent of the electorate says yes. That's a blowout. OK, that's that's, that's a landslide. Not only does Trump win, but we win big in the House and right. Senate as a result. So now, when, you, when you talk in all of that regard, yeah. yes, there was, in fact, election interference from the Democrat Party with the FBI as their tool to make it happen. Right. But does that mean Trump sells now to outside our base? 
Absolutely, he doesn't. We'll go into why later. By the way, there are some very good reasons, and they have nothing to do with Trump being a bad person uh, or a very, bad or a bad true. president or bad on the issues. Uh, he's outstanding. It has, it has all to do with, quite honestly, a couple key strategic things. But the Democrats are choosing their candidate. The idea is to choose Trump in for us, and they're holding off on getting rid of Biden long enough. Why? Because one big thing that helps Trump become our nominee is, is the thought that yep. we are facing Biden. That's right. That's exactly right, Andy. And they know that. Oh, yes. They, they know, know that. They know that if they were to allow Biden to be taken out as nominee now, immediately, it everything on our side. immediately everybody mm-hmm. on our side would say, wait a minute. Take a step back. We got to get serious. Yeah. At this point, we have to get somebody who appeals to the middle. That's right. That's right. 100%. We'll talk more about that in the second hour, by the way. Welcome back. Scott Angel is going to join us here in just a few minutes. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. Dave Bancroft would love to help you select Windows and Doors and make sure that you're dialed in as we head into the winter months. Find him at klzradio.com. Veteran Windows and Doors actually educates their customers so they know exactly what their codes are. All of their products are rated to exceed those codes and maximize the return on your investment. Everyone claims to make the best windows and doors, but Veterans knows that every window and door has to be tested for how efficient it truly is. Owner Dave Bancroft will tell you the energy efficiency ratings have to be clearly labeled on your windows and doors when you receive them at your home. If the windows and doors are not Energy Star certified or do not meet your local energy codes, the windows will not earn you any rebates, credits, or energy savings. Window and door replacement is a great investment in your home. However, if they aren't properly rated for efficiency, you are just throwing your money out the window. No pressure, no upsell, just plain facts so you can make the best decision for your home. Get 40% off labor and material costs for the month of August with Veteran Windows and Doors by visiting klzradio.com window. Ridgeline Auto Brokers up in Boulder, but don't let that uh, worry you. They can help you with whatever vehicle needs you have. They do an inspection on each vehicle. It's a full 30-day warranty, and your first oil change is a dollar. RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. When your air conditioning isn't working properly, you're sticky, hot, and miserable, and you just want it fixed fast. Absolute Electrical, Plumbing, Heating, and Air have the staff, vehicles, and inventory to do the job right, right now. Smaller companies often have to order parts or come back another day to finish. 
but Absolute has the staff to repair your AC typically on the same day. Even if you need an entirely new HVAC system installed, in many cases, they can do that by the next day. Absolute's highly qualified technicians also have best-in-class support back in their office in the rare case they hit a snag and need assistance. This means that you don't just get one tech, you have a whole team of techs who will help get your home cooled off without unnecessary delays. Right now, for KLZ listeners, Absolute will take off up to $500 for a full AC furnace install. Reach out to Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air today at klzradio.com absolute and get cool fast. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Myself, Andy Pate, and Scott Angel joining us now. He's with us on a fairly routine basis. Scott, welcome back. How are you? It's great to hear your voice, John, and understand that you got Andy in the studio I with do. you. So from, from Cajun country, let me say hello to the great folks in Colorado. Scott, I always appreciate you very much. USA Energy Workers, give us an update on where we're at when it comes to you know, energy, uh, you know, we know that energy is a big factor in not only inflation, but, you know, whether we can recover and get back on track. You know, where are we at when it comes to the daily needs of individuals that are out there? It's a huge deal and one that we shouldn't take lightly. Yeah, it is a huge deal. Number one issue in America is inflation. Forty percent of what's driving inflation is energy inflation. We can do better. We got unforced errors today. The average price of gasoline in America, three dollars and eighty seven cents. Last month, $3.56. That's a 29-cent increase in the cost of a gallon of gasoline. Scott, what drove that? Really quick here. What drove that? That dro- Because usually it, it doesn't. It, usually it's dropping at this time of year. Why did it well, jump? Well, yeah, but, but, but I think usually is out of – you can throw usually in, in, in the aftermath of COVID out of the equation because China's coming back, right? And, and so we're dealing with China coming back more and more every day, although incrementally. Uh, and so we're seeing some of that that we didn't see perhaps in the summertime. And, again, it's a supply and demand issue. Don't take my word for it. The Wall Street Journal uh, is going on record back in October of 2021 saying that, you know, we wouldn't have to go all across the globe begging OPEC to increase production if we would just maybe worry about American production. We have we blessed with these opportunities. The, the great centennial state blessed with opportunities. This administration has chosen to vilify domestic producers. And look, when you, it's not a, dem, a demand issue alone. If we're going to have a demand meeting, we need to all go to it. We need to figure out what we can do on the demand side. But the president said it himself on the supply side. He said in the last State of the Union address that we're going to need dec- oil for the next decade and beyond. And I would say to you, my friends in Colorado, who are very environmentally conscious, we ought to be getting energy from the most environmentally sensitive spots that we can the gulf of mexico again a national asset owned as much by the people of colorado as it is by the people of louisiana the metrics are very clear the gulf of mexico has the second lowest carbon intensity production in the world and the lowest in the united states in the name of the environment we begin to vilify american producers but i think we all know that the usa energy worker does it best so, look, the path to solving the problem is embracing American energy. And we all about the energy transition or the energy addition here, as you folks are as well. 
but we have not unplugged the current supply before we have a replace un- unplugged the current supply before we have a replacement for the future supply. So we're well, and, and really quick, Scott, I want to dovetail into that. I'm one where not only until we have a replacement that is cost justifiable for the future. There's a lot of technologies, by the way, that I'm very much in favor of hydrogen being one of those. The problem is, in a lot of cases, those are just not uh, monetarily feasible at this point in time. That's why we don't have a lot of technology or why we don't have a lot of advancement in those particular technologies right now. It's not moving forward. I love nuclear, by the way, as well. Problem is, it's got a stigma associated with it. So the bottom line is, I want efficient, cheap energy moving forward, which, by the way, we already have. Well, you're exactly right. And, you know, the, the, the facts are pretty clear. We've had six recessions from 1973 to 2019. And each one of those recessions were preceded by spikes in energy prices. Mm-hmm. As goes America's access to affordable energy, so goes our economic performance. That's right. So you're exactly right. I mean, there are a number of solutions out there, but we have to have a solution that we believe at USA Energy Workers, listen to this phrase closely, balances the three E's of energy, environment, and economy. We believe those three E's are like a three-legged bar stool. And we all know what happens when one leg gets out of balance on a three-leg bar stool. Things come tumbling down at USA Energy Workers. We believe the policy ought to be balancing economy, energy, and environment. And we believe the USA Energy Worker can do that best. Hey, Scott, quick question here. How much has the incredible overreaction to the Gulf oil spill, the Deepwater Horizon rig, how much has that lingered and caused a problem for the oil industry? Because... You know, people went on and on and on and on about what a horrible thing. They didn't want to talk about how it dissipated, by the way, afterward, <laughs> you know, which it really, you know, nature really cleaned a lot of it on its own. But they, there was such an overreaction. I don't know that we've ever recovered from it because now people are still tentative about drilling in the Gulf. Yeah, you know, so, so let's be clear that that was a terrible event. Sure. And, uh, and, and a couple of things I would say. So was 9-11. 9-11 was a terrible event. We, we had multiple cities experiencing systemic failures in, in a breach of security, and we lost a 1,000 lives. We shut down the American airline industry for four days. We were told to pack differently, arrive earlier, and get ready for security checks. Yep. And we did it. And since then, it hasn't been a successful attack on the homeland. In the aftermath of Deport Horizon, we had an overreach, and we attempted to shut the oil and gas industry down for six months with one stroke of the pen. Never before in the history of the country has, with one stroke of the pen, attempted to shut down an entire industry. So, yes, there was some overreaction. The country has, uh, ha- has reacted to this. And I will share it with you listeners. This is not your grandfather's oil and gas industry in the Gulf of Mexico. This is an industry, I think, that you know learned a lot of lessons. We also need to understand that, the Deepwater Horizon event was not a climate event. It was an environmental event, but not a climate event. And, and, and I think we, we, we kind of conflate those two things, right, in, in, in ways that sometimes are not healthy for conversation. When it comes to climate, and this was pushing, I believe, the policies that we're experiencing in this country, in the name of climate change, we are pausing and, and canceling lease sales in the Gulf of Mexico. But the science is to the contrary. Again, don't take my word for it. The Department of Interior under the Obama-Biden administration in November of 2016 concluded that if we did not have lease sales in the Gulf of Mexico, greenhouse gas emissions would actually go up 
because we'd have to get production from other countries. That's precisely what we are doing right now. I think, you know, uh, about 75% of the oil that we import into America has a higher carbon intensity than the Gulf of Mexico. How can it be, how can it, how can it make sense for public policy in this country to put American workers on the bench and ask OPEC, by the way, OPEC, yeah, it doesn't. The yeah. they slipped the middle finger to America, I think, three or four times since right. we started begging them to produce. Right. No, you're exactly, you know, it, it, to your point, Scott, it makes no sense. Zero, zero right. sense. So we, we, we would ask. We're doing uh, this backwards. Yeah, it's backwards. And we, we would ask your listeners to join us at usaenergyworkers.com. Again, non-political, non-political, non-political statement on their website. We believe that, you know, in the old cliche, that if you can read, thank a teacher. We'd like to add to that. If you can read at night in your warm or cool home, thank a teacher and a USA energy worker. And we're, we're dedicating ourselves to elevating and celebrating the, the contributions of our USA energy workers. And it's all of the above, wind, solar, nuclear, hydrogen, oil and gas. All of our energy workers need to be celebrated uh, for the work that they do. And, again, we, we celebrate a lot of things in America, and we just noticed that our USA energy workers were not being uh, celebrated, and we believe that there is a place for them. They do amazing work. Uh, and when we take a look at the offshore sector, look, for five different decades under 13 different presidents, we've embraced offshore energy as part of the American energy portfolio. We have great climate metrics. We have an incredible safety record. Uh, offshore uh, exploration production is the second safest high-hazard industry in America. There's amazing things that Americans need to know about it. We're ready. But one more thing for your zip code in particular. This is important. Um, the Great American Outdoors Act was passed several years ago, uh, held as one of the biggest bipartisan conservation pieces of legislation for the last 50 years. Many of the royalties from offshore oil are dedicated to the Great American Outdoors Act, and that money is used to restore uh, national parks, of which your state hosts a bunch of them. And we're proud of what Colorado does for this country. We're here to help you. We're just asking for a little help to support what we're trying to do here in the Gulf of Mexico. Right on, Scott. We will do our best to do so. Thank you, as always, for being with us. Give that website one more time, Scott. USAenergyworkers.com, nonpolitical. And we are now 16 days away from LSU football game. Go Tigers. I just wanted to get that in there. For All you right. Guys. Scott, we appreciate Thanks. you, man, as always. Thank you, much. You bet. Have a great night. You know, I'm a Wisconsin Badgers fan. His team's a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, year by year. Yeah. <laughs> they're good. <laughs> they're they're at the top, as as they should be. Yeah. They have a very good program. Yeah. So. All right, let's do this. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll come back. And uh, I've got some other things in store for you today. And really quick, by the way, I appreciate Scott. As you can tell, he's passionate about what he does. He's spot on. He is right. And because he's a non-political organization, he has to be a little bit more careful probably in what he says versus Andy and I. Although I will tell you this straight up, just because I know him, uh, we, we do some things back and forth via email and such. He's right in line with what we think here. Oh, yeah. Spot on. Absolutely. Yeah, he is right in line with us. So don't worry about that as far as that goes. He just has to be a little bit careful because of his organization he's a part of. Yeah, but keep in mind, John, because they have to be so apolitical, they give you a lot of just straight information right. that you can use That's right. very easily in talking to others. Great point. Great point, Andy. All right. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. Again, any upgrades you want to do at home, and I said this yesterday, I mean it, given that we may have an early winter, make sure whatever you're looking to do, you get done early rather than later. 
And if you had some issues last year with some pipes, different things along those lines, I would take care of that now and make sure you're ready for winter. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing has made convenience for their customers a top priority. High Five maintains a well-stocked inventory readily available for their technicians at all times. So the technician who comes out to help you remains at your home to complete the project the same day. On the rare occasion they need a part, another team member will bring the part to them, leaving no more I'll be back in three hours visits. On top of that, their window for service is only two hours, respecting your valuable time and notifying you when they are on the way. High Five Plumbing also offers weekend appointments and evening appointments to meet your busy schedule. High Five makes every effort to make your plumbing experience convenient and hassle-free. You can call or email to schedule your plumbing services with High Five. You want a company who makes your time their priority. So call High Five for that at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or just go to klzradio.com slash plumbing today. Golden Eagle Financial, if you don't have a financial plan set, Al Smith can help create one for you and make sure that you stay on track and keep you accountable. Find him at klzradio.com. You've been saving diligently for years without the help of an advisor like Golden Eagle Financial. So why should you start now? Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that when your nest egg is small, you can get by with an automated service or app. But as your savings grow, you need a trusted personal advisor like Al to help you navigate difficult market conditions. Golden Eagle Financial Plans can make up to 20% more than automated services on average, meaning you'll create more income when you need it. Al Smith's 30 years of experience has taught him how to keenly watch the market, and it tells him when it's smart to make a move based on your risk tolerance. You need Golden Eagle Financial to make objective calls on your assets and protect your nest egg in the smartest, most thoughtful way. Don't take your retirement plans into your own hands. Trust the experience of Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial and protect your future by going to klzradio.com money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Our mobile estate planner, Michael Bailey, he's got his own show. You'll hear him tomorrow from 2.30 to 3 o'clock. If you have a question in the meantime, 720-394-6887. If you don't use Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, the government will be happy to decide everything for you. It is up to you to dictate exactly what happens to your assets when you pass. Otherwise, a court will be happy to take care of it for you. They offer an easy 144-month estimated turnaround to sort out your assets. And in some cases, they can even draw your case out longer. Why would you want to put your family through the trauma of this kind of scenario and allow state probate courts and investigators to invade every aspect of their privacy? Doing things the right way now with Michael Bailey means that your dying wishes will be honored exactly as you intend. Completing a will with Michael Bailey means that your full estate will go to your family instead of a third or more going to pay legal fees to battle it out later. Let Michael Bailey give your family peace after your death by getting your affairs in order now. Get started by going to klzradio.com estate.
Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes. And real fast before we go to our next sure. uh, topic, Andy, this whole idea of you know importing oil from Saudi Arabia, the Biden administration asking them to up their production so we can import it from them versus just doing what we do best and making more here absolutely makes zero sense. Even if you're a huge tree hugger and and you're one of the environmental movement individuals, you also should be appalled at that because having those barges, those those freighters, if you would, not barges, but the freighters coming over full of oil, uh, delivering it to our shores, how is that environmentally friendly, Andy? It isn't. Over okay. putting our, our own into a pipeline here. Well, first of all, you're having to transport it. Okay, in a very dirty way, right? Because that's going to put off exhaust. But secondly, John, we have to keep in mind our drilling technologies and our standards here are the cleanest on the planet. Yep. Now, help me if I might be wrong here, but wasn't global warming, isn't that talking about the globe? Last I checked. Oh, okay. So how does drilling in that place on the globe rather than this place on the globe help the globe? doesn't if okay. that's your way of looking at it. Especially if drilling on that place in the globe is going to be done much more filthy, right? It's right. going to be done you know, far less environmentally they, they have consciously. They less controls than we have. Oh, Let's just say it that way. much less, which is why they can produce more cheaply in the mo- for the most part. There are other reasons uh, over yeah. there in the Saudis. They have very and easy drilling. you're also drilling. lining the pockets of individuals that commit atrocities on right. mankind all the time. Yes. Let's, not, that, let's not forget that part. You're Andy. helping bad people. There you go. Okay. And finally, you have to then move the oil from there to here, which, of course, is even worse for the That's right. environment. That's right. I mean, it's a lose-lose-lose, and yet the idiots here, here's the reason they do it, though, because they want, they want your gas prices, your energy prices to go up, because they want to make green energy more cost-effective by comparison, by driving up the price of energies that really should be dirt cheap. Because otherwise, there's no comparison. If we had, yes, if we had the same environmental legislation if we had the same um expectations of all industries right the fossil fuels versus green energy let's say they got the same kind of subsidies which they don't green energy is almost fully subsidized i mean i'm sorry but if you took away the subsidies it would absolutely well, collapse and there's a difference between across what the board green energy gets in the way of a subsidy the right. left always tells you that the gas and oil industry gets a subsidy uh-huh. no they don't. They get tax write-offs, which every business out there gets right. equally. They are not getting anything that's special or different than what anybody else gets. I guess you could argue that maybe the way they're figuring the value of certain oil fields and reserves and so on might be a little bit different than what another industry would do, but it is by no means a subsidy. Oh, absolutely not. Green energy gets checks. They get a, That's right. Green energy. They get, they, get, they get money in the bank account. And they, also, they get direct checks, and they also get your entire clientele. 350 million people. Is that what we're at now in America? Roughly, yes. Roughly. All told, if you buy their product, we are going to give you massive tax subsidies to help you buy their product, but not their product over here with oil and gas. Right. So here you have to pay normal market value to buy oil and gas products, but you get massive help from taxpayers, who, by the way, are robbed to do so, to buy their products. Okay, now, let's say you take that away 
because by the way their products are are no better unless you unless you like kids mining and cobalt mines uh, yeah okay i was gonna say no there there's even a a argument that could be made that they're far worse when it comes to the planet side of the fence andy oh let me just say three words and i mean them i won't go into it oil is green Mm -hmm. oil is wonderful for the environment it has been a saver for the environment. But even setting that aside, let's just say if both sides had to play on a level playing field and you didn't have all, all of Americans bribed to buy one side's product with massive write-offs, okay? Let's say you took all that away, that side would collapse. Why? Because their energy production is a pittance compared to the total amount of, uh, of what it takes in terms of not just money, but land and other energies to make their energy. That's right. And, of course, then, of course, the, right. the batteries to contain it. Yeah, I think people, Ours, you can just pour it into a tank. Well, the, on top of that, the other <laughs> thing I think a lot of people forget is when you look at how we do fracking and the extraction of oil and oh. natural gas, we can take a single location, and I'm not wrong in saying this, and make it like a wagon wheel spokes basically say take a single location and we can drill down and out oh gosh we can go several miles deep and several miles out in a spoke fashion all from one single pad site extracting them minerals extracting then i should say minerals from a vast array of land that in a lot of cases already has homes and businesses and all sorts of other things on top of it andy you cannot do that with wind or solar right but Americans you have, to have dedicated land for that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the amount of land it takes for setting oil aside for a moment, a natural gas well is a postage stamp yes, compared literally. to what you need for wind and solar. Well, and it's and it's, I mean, it's and just it's only to, to it's generate only the, size, by the way, is dictated by the nut jobs at city councils right. and, and mayors and individuals in government, lunatics. by the way. Yeah, lunatics that decide how large that should be. The actual size of the well and the batteries in most cases is less than an acre. Yes, and here's the biggest idiocy. And that, that, by the way, that's a fairly large storage facility. If you're just talking oh, yeah. the wellhead itself, Andy, oh. um, it's the size of this table we're sitting in. I know. Well, a little bigger, but yeah. Uh, not uh, much. Right. And uh, here, here's, a, here's the biggest lie that, and this infuriates me, it's taught to our kids in tax-funded schools. Yes. They teach our kids that those wells are endangering our water supply. I got news for you. No, they're not. Those wells, the drilling is done way beneath the water and far level. beneath the water supply. Yeah, it's a lie. It's a complete Miles lie. It's an absolute below lie. The water supply, yes, Andy. Yes. And this is actually taught to our kids and they don't know any better. Why? Because the other side doesn't get to go in and teach them the other side. Right. You have taxes taken from people of all beliefs teaching one side in the public schools it should end. Most people have no clue how deep and far a oh. gas and oil well, especially here in Colorado, actually goes. That fracking is not doing a thing. Nope. To the ecology of Colorado. Nope. Not a thing. It's a lie. And by the way, it's magnificent. That that little postage stamp, natural gas well, is going to give you so much more energy than, I mean, square miles and miles and miles 
of solar panels or or, or windmills. No comparison. There's no comparison. No. So here none. you are, only using a post-it stamp. You are leaving all these wonderful trees. You're leaving all this wonderful undisturbed nature there with with antelopes, you know, jumping around and having antelopes, fun. Birds, you name it. You go down the list of right. the of the animal life that are around them, Andy. To generate the same amount of energy, you must annihilate miles and miles and miles and miles and miles of territory with wind farms and with solar panels mm-hmm. and it is a disaster that's right all right we've got a call coming in we'll be back here in a moment don't go anywhere american national insurance is next paul lewinberger my good friend would love to help you with your insurance needs today give him a call 303-662-0789 paul lewinberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program. 303-662-0789. We don't yell at you. We inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. We are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. A couple minutes left of this hour. Wade, go for it, sir. Hey, uh, I just wanted to call in, weigh in, if you will. Um, I know you're both climate change deniers, so I'm not even going to go there. Uh, but, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, We're extreme climate change deniers. It I'm doesn't not, exist. Yeah, the, 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 okay. the idea that there is no climate change or that what we do can have no minute effect on the climate, I disagree with that. I wouldn't go that far, but well, go ahead. We, we, we would be on the phone for hours if I could have that discussion. But So I'm just going to avoid that. I wanted to, One thing, Andy, you said, which is correct, is that natural gas wells are generally below the water table. Yeah. Um, what when you can pollute an aquifer is if you have a well casing break, and and that happens very 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 very, very seldom rare. does it very, ever happen. Very very rarely these days. Very rarely. Yeah, so, no, extremely anyway, rare. The technology we have today that those guys are using, and Scott, if he were here, could inform you of that. The technology we use today, it is highly unlikely that happens. Right. Oh, oh I agree. I agree. Uh, anyway, that's a small. I mean, less unlikely, Wade, than a than a windmill burning up out of the sky. By the way, Wade, you're a big (laughs) you're a big environmentalist. I mean, uh, natural gas burns very clean. Do you like that? Um, I'm actually an engineer, and I've devoted my life to hydrogen research, but. Um, I also like. Oh, there's a lot of upside in that too. Well, there's a lot of upside to hydrogen. Although, Wade, you would be the one to answer this question. It also takes fossil fuel to actually create. Correct. No, not if you're using electricity. So Where does the electricity come water. from? Well, this is what I actually wanted to say. Was oh, I didn't hear you guys talk about nuclear. I think oh, I love nuclear. We should be oh, doing no, right I'm, I am, oh, Wade, yeah. I am your biggest fan on nuclear. We should have even mini plants outside of cities as far as I'm concerned. We should go that direction yep. uh, universally across the country. Yeah, I, uh, I am that guy. Yeah, I, I don't I've, consider I've nuclear devoted... to be a problem. Go ahead. 
Oh, I, I've literally devoted a lot of my life to, uh, well, really to hydrogen. Um, and, and to your point, if we had the nuclear side but creating the energy I, I to do your to side on the hydrogen, I'm in on that weight. I'm just not in doing it the way we do it now because it takes so much uh, actual you know, gas and oil, if you would, to do what it takes to make hydrogen now. Oh, I, I completely agree. And, and uh, over my years, I really think stop with all these solar plants stop with the windmills agree let's go nuclear i agree Wade. Um, you you we are in unison on that one 100 percent. awesome 100 percent. no well, that's, I, that's good I, we, we should do oh yeah to me it is the greenest of all energy sources we have period oh, if you look I at the amount agree. of waste the little bit of waste i should say that comes out of a massive uh you know nuclear plant it, it's minuscule well, way, i think you natu- know. natural gas oh. is up there too john I mean, that's oh, not, yes. even, not even Na- close to comparing what I mean, nuclear, nuclear is incredible. I'm just saying, but na- natural gas is also very, very, well, natural very Natural gas, common. I mean, to, so it's CH4, so you're making one carbon dioxide right. um, per molecule, whereas coal is long right. hydrocarbons, that's so right. lots and lots of carbon that's for right. little energy. Um, so, yeah, natural gas is better than coal, absolutely. But nuclear but, is still uh, the best. As far as nuclear, I just want to sure. I'll just mention a quick funny thing. So I got, do got have 15 seconds. Radical, hurry, Wade, hurry. 15 seconds. Go. No problem. So some of my radical engineer, uh, environmental engineer friends, um, one of them is in Washington, D.C., studying how nuclear waste will trickle through groundwater over the next million years. Oh, geez. <laughs> Wait, that is funny. Thank you for ending on that Thank one. You. I appreciate that. And, no, we are very much in unison with Wade when it comes to nuclear on that. That is one thing we can all agree upon. we got another full hour coming your way. Two hours, actually. Don't go anywhere. Hour two is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.